all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the All You Need to Know podcast from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Thanks so much for listening in. Today is the 22nd of January. Now, over the past few weeks and months, it was global geopolitical tension and the trade war between the US and China that was spooking global markets. This week, it's a new virus that's emanating from central China. There's now been a confirmed case in the US of the viral lung disease, putting more pressure on health officials to contain an outbreak that has infected hundreds of people in Asia and spread to five countries, reviving fears of the SARS virus. Six deaths have been reported, all in China. U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention officials yesterday said that a case had been identified in Washington state from a person recently traveling in China. Health officials still don't know how dangerous the virus is or exactly how it spreads, but the rapid rise in illness has prompted tightened borders and a rapid attempt to trace contacts of those who have become ill. Back home, State Bank of India expects to witness little impact in the ongoing quarter from the Reserve Bank of India's June 7th circular, which was aimed at addressing stressed assets in a swift manner. Rajneesh Kumar, who is the chairman at State Bank of India, said that the impact would be contained since most of the stressed accounts where the deadline to finalize a resolution plan ended were already non-performing assets or had already been provided for. In an interview with Bloomberg Quint on the sidelines of the World Economic Forum Summit in Davos, Kumar also expressed concerns about the build-up of stress in the telecom sector, saying that the closure of any network operator will have far wider consequences than just for that sector. Speaking of telecom, the Department of Telecom has approved raising the foreign direct investment limit in Bharti Airtel to 100% from 49% allowed earlier, according to a stock exchange notification by the company yesterday. The company has also got the approval of the Reserve Bank of India that allowed foreign investors to hold up to 74% stake in the company. The approval comes just a few days before the company has to clear statutory liabilities of nearly 30 35,600 crore rupees. In a separate interaction in Davos, Baba Kalyani, the chairman and managing director of Bharat Forge, has said that he thinks the worst is behind India's auto sector and that growth is already beginning to come back. He bases this on the demand his company is seeing from its customers and expects that in two more quarters things will return to normalcy. Almost as if to contradict that optimism, retail sales showed that the sales of cars and two-wheelers fell in December after they rose in the previous two months as weak consumer sentiment hurt demand. Retail auto sales, measured by vehicle registration, fell 15% year-on-year in December, according to data released by the Federation of Automobile Dealers Associations. And speaking about consumer sentiment, a Nielsen India report has pointed out that the value growth of India's fast-moving consumer goods sector has slowed for the fifth straight quarter as the economy slowed, unemployment rose, consumer price inflation jumped and some states saw untimely and excess rainfall. The industry's value growth at 6.6% on an annual basis in the three months ended December was down from 15.7% a year earlier, according to the report. 
Volumes, meanwhile, grew 3.5% against nearly 12% in the year-ago quarter. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended with cuts of up to half a percent, this one for the Dow. But trade in Asia has begun on a moderately positive note, with all three early risers in the Asia-Pacific region in the green last I checked. And with that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking at the start of trade today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues are muted at this point of time, but the SCX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook. But in terms of earnings today, LNT, Asian Paints and Access Bank are the Nifty numbers. Among the other results, there is Raymond, RBL Bank, Ujjivan Small Finance Bank, SBI Life Insurance, Olympic Pharma, AU Small Finance Bank, CED Credit Access Grameen, IFL Wealth Management, Motilal Oswal Services, Sinjin, as well as Tata Communication. Now, in terms of numbers announced, Z results were below estimates as weak ad revenues weighed in on the third quarter performance. The margins were hit due to increase in selling and other costs, especially that was content-related. The domestic ad revenues fell 16%. International ad revenues fell 19%. The domestic subscription grew 22%. The international subscription fell in 17% on a YOY basis. Fixed deposits were 200 crores were unilaterally adjusted by the bank. Uh, expected credit loss of 37.6 crores was reported during the quarter. It was a one-off. And the company has trade receivables worth for almost 750 crores from two customers. That is Dish TV and City Cable. And the Management believes this will be recoverable over the next one to two years. Polycap strong top line growth, but the margins dropped on higher raw material and advertisement cost. Wire and cable segment revenues were up 18%, led by exports and optical fiber sales. The domestic sales in the third quarter were impacted by overall macro slowdown in the wires and cable segment. FMEG revenues were up 34% and continued to break even despite lower margins. Balance sheet remains healthy with net cash improving for the business. City has raised the target price to 1246 for the company. Havel's results were below estimates. The revenues were impacted due to weak macro conditions, liquidity challenges and slowdown in infrastructure. The margins were maintained due to cost rationalization and lower ad spends. Switchgear revenues down 5%, cable segment revenues down 13%, lighting segment revenues down 18%, ECD revenues up 1%. Even Lloyd's was down 16% because of weakness in the LED TV business. And it's surprising that when KEI and Polycab grew the cable and wire segment, Havels actually saw a degrowth here. City has downgraded the stock and cut the target price to 636 and Credit Suisse has also cut the target price from 700 to 615. HDFC AMC, a good set of numbers, revenues up 10%, profit up 45%, average AUM uh, for the quarterly basis is up 14%, but that's down from 23% over the last quarter. AUM growth has slowed down, but the PMS income aids the profit growth. The AMC retained its leadership position with a 15.5% market share. Retail in Investor base continued to hold up well during the quarter. JP Morgan has raised the target price to 2900. Tejas Network, very poor set of numbers, revenues, EBITDA, margins, all of them down significantly. In fact, EBITDA was down 99%. And sharp decline in revenues is seen from the India government segment. There's a net loss of 112 crores versus a net profit of 32 crores. And there was a deferred tax reversal which resulted in a loss. The management says that FY20 probably may not be profitable. 
India Mart uh, revenues up 23%, EBITDA up 58%, profit doubling, a uh, strong set of numbers, traffic up 9%, the total business inquiries were down 6%. Snowman Logistics, a uh, weak set of numbers, uh, EBITDA down 5%, revenues up 1%, net loss of almost 3 crores versus a profit of 2.5 crores. Jai Bharat Maruti, even here, revenues down 12%, EBITDA down 12% and profit down 40%. In terms of stocks to watch, Bharti Airtel has received the com- communication from DOT for increasing the foreign investment limit to 100%. Glenmark sells its gynecology business in India and Nepal to True North Funds unit for 115 crores. Piramal Enterprises says that the total application for the rights issue has been oversubscribed. In terms of brokerages, Goldman Sachs has upgraded both Apollo Hospitals and Fortis Healthcare to a buy. City has downgraded Havels to a neutral from a buy. Bank of America Merrill Lynch has downgraded NHPC and Power Grid to an underperform. Macquarie has retained the outperform on Adani ports with a target price of 496, but they have downgraded Gujarat Pipawa of port. UBS has raised ICICI Peru's target to 590 and Morgan Stanley has raised Tata Global's target to 232 from the earlier 165. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Sarshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Don't forget to check out the website, bloombergquin.com over the course of the day for all the live updates on the markets, on the world of business and of course, from everything that's happening in Davos. Have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.